And so we really need to know what the word of God says. Psalm 45 verse 4. And also I love teaching. These days I've devoted myself to teach. Psalm 45. Now let's start from verse 3. Guide thy sword upon thy tongue. Oh, most mighty. If you want to become a mighty person, you guide your sword. The reason why that sometimes you see the soldiers, you know, they mostly hold their sword here. It's a position of honor. It's a position that you are a mighty person. Amen. Hallelujah. With thy glory and thy majesty. And here our sword is the word of God. If we want to become mighty, then we need to guide our souls. That is the word of God. If we want to go to a place of mighty, if we want to be in the level where we receive the glory, if we want to live in majestic reign, we need the word of God. Amen. Verse 4. And in thy majesty, write prosperously because of the truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. If you want to prosper, amen. It takes the truth in the word of God for you to prosper. Amen. So, number one, is for you to change to the next level of your financial status. You need the key of understanding. Turn to somebody and, and say, you need the key of understanding. Understanding is one of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You know, it's carried by one of the seven spirits of God. According to um, Revelation 4, 5 and also Isaiah chapter 11. Amen. The problem with many of us, the reason why we keep on running in circles of poverty and lack and want is we don't have understanding. There are some of us even we don't have account, bank account, or savings account. So to start with, you are at the zero level. You have no expectation. How many of you don't have account? Can I see your hand? It's not a good thing. 
Amen. Hallelujah. So understanding is the key. When you don't understand something, it will become complicated. When I was a student, one of the things that I struggle with is maths. I used to struggle with maths. Until I went to school of mines and I had to do physics, I had to do all this. And there was a teacher called, um, there was a lecturer called Mr. PJ. That man was brilliant. He really helped me. He just, I don't know why he did, took a special interest in me and began to show me how to understand. And I pick it just like that. I said, oh, so this is what I've been struggling with. So, if you don't have understanding, you will struggle with it. Whatever you don't understand. To go to the next level of your financial status, it's not a wish. It's not something you just wish. Many of us are living in the wish realm. Oh, I wish. And, and some of us also will live in want realm. I want to. I want to. And some are in the waiting realm. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for things to change. It will never change. Amen. What you need is understanding. Turn to somebody and say you need understanding. In Proverbs chapter 13 verse 15 Proverbs 13 15 I read Understanding giveth favor. Understanding gives what? Favor. Favor actually also means grace. That means ability to do something. When you have understanding of working in mass or physics, it gives you the ability to work or do them without struggling. Are you with me? So keep whatever. When it comes to money, we need understanding. Turn to somebody and say we need understanding. Amen. Proverbs 15, 14. Just a few um, let's just walk through what is understanding. The heart of him that has understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. Those who want understanding, the key is knowledge. 
So, if you want to go to the next level, you look for what? Knowledge. Knowledge to take you to the next level. You need knowledge. Understanding. If you want understanding, knowledge is the key to understanding. And when you don't have it, you will still struggle. It will become a circle as it was from the beginning. The poverty shall continue. Amen. Now let's let's go to let's read this thing. Proverbs one five. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. So for you to get understanding, you must be ready to listen. There are some of us, we talk more than listening. We'll complain, but we will not listen. And the, and, and the Bible is saying, you cannot obtain understanding when you are talking all the time without listening. So, if you want understanding, you must be prepared to listen. It's not about your feelings. It's not about your emotions. It's not about how you feel about a thing, but how you understand it. That is where you will get solutions. If you don't understand it, you can be angry, you can have bad feelings, you can complain, you can, you can kick things around you, but nothing will change. Hallelujah. Say, understanding. That is why Solomon, when God came to him in the night, and says, Salmo, what should I give to you? Anything you ask me. Some of us will have asked for plain. Some of us will have, I want a big house. Some will have asked for, I, I want a beautiful wife. Some will have asked for, I want a humble young man. But Solomon, he said, give me what? Wisdom and what? Understanding hearts. And God said, oh yes, you got the answer. Because you asked for this, I will add money. Because when you have understanding, money will come. Money will be added to you. Put your hands here and say, God, give me understanding. Put your hands on your chest here and say, Lord, give me understanding heart. It is not you complaining, complaining. I stayed awake throughout the night and, and I've been watching all the U.S., their presidential debate because it's very important. And, and you look at Donald Trump, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. 
us tackle. Because he has lived in a full paradise. The father gave him a world and he built up. So he doesn't see other world. I mean, to him, it doesn't matter. He has only known sources. But he doesn't know how to work it down up. And that's what is beating him. He's always complaining. That is how it is. When you don't have understanding, you look at the third debate, how he took his time. I said, oh, this time, the guy has gotten it. Midway, oh. Say, understanding. Understanding. It's not just complaining. Get understanding. Get understanding. Get knowledge about what you're doing and it will help you. Put your hands together. Proverbs 2, 3. It says, Yeah, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding. Say, cry after understanding. If thou searcheth her as silver and seeketh for her as for hid treasure. The way, you know, the Bible is saying you should pursue understanding like the way Galantia people seek for gold. You, they take risk. You pursue it. So, don't play with understanding. Some people talk, they don't understand things. Hallelujah. Amen. You can never change the level. Because your financial status will not change as a Christian. Listen. Because you fast. Because it's not a desire that you can you, you can ask God to affirm it. it. It's not a promise. God's financial plan is not a promise. So prayer cannot deliver it. If not, Prayer warriors will have been the millionaires. And so you can fast and pray. God, change my financial status. Oh God, make me millionaire. You can confess. You can decree. But nothing will change. Because it must be pursued with understanding and number one uh, uh, the next thing that's uh, number two it is the covenant of God that delivers wealth say the covenant of God the covenant of God now let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8 you want to live in financial abundance? It is the covenant of God. 
Let's read from verse 6. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Verse 7. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee unto a good land, the land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and belly and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. That means no shortage. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. God is saying, is that, I mean, I'm taking you to a place you will lack nothing. Amen. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good love which he hath given thee. That's what God really wants you to behave. After having the good things, you bless the Lord. Now let's go to verse 18. But thou shalt remember, that means for all this sin to come to pass, for you to live in abundance, for you to have financial independence, to do what you want to do, you should remember. It is not by your mind, it's not by your power, it's not delivered by fasting or prayer. But the Bible says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get work. That he may establish his covenant. Say covenant. Covenant. Which he swore unto thy fathers. As it is this day. The covenant is still in operation. Put your hands together for the Lord. So God's world. I'm not talking about the, um, making wealth in the world. There are so many if you read um, Psalm. Let's go to Psalm 73 because we're doing teaching. Psalm 73. Amen. Truly, from verse 1, Truly, God is good to Israel, even to set us of a clean heart. Say, God is good to me. God, keep a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well near slipped. David is saying, I nearly got it wrong. Why did David got it wrong? Because he saw something that, I mean, he, he wasn't happy. 
Amen. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. That's two things. We have the prosperity of the fools. The Bible talks about the prosperity. The Bible says the prosperity of the fools will destroy them. If you don't believe in God and you are rich, the Bible says it. Amen. You may use legitimate and hard working to make money, but because God is not in your thoughts, word of God says such a person is a fool or they spend their money on women, buying it for women and all, all that all that they see is just living a life of their own and then we have the prosperity of the wicked people who will kill to make money, they can lie they can steal they use schemes bribery, corruption. If somebody prospects through that means it's a wicked person. That is the prosperity. And then we have the prosperity of the righteous, which you and I belong to. Say the prosperity of the righteous. And that is powered by the kingdom principle. The principles of God is not powered by worldly principle. It's not powered by the economic principle. So Ghana may have a hard time but you and I that believe in the Lord, we can survive it. Amen. That one does not depend on where you're coming from or where you are. You may be in London, England or you may be in Dr. Chua. The Covenant of God will work for you. So you don't need to travel to this place before. When you want to travel, fine. If you want to travel, fine. But I know some people that have traveled. I've met some in Europe, in America, and they've regretted. Use a whole lot of money to travel. It's because they haven't gotten it right here. And when you don't have it right here, you get it wrong. Understanding. Hallelujah. You can just live there, just live on the milk and the chickens and, and all those. And they are very cheap there. But that will not change your status. You can be here and prosper more than them. I say you can be here and prosper. Put your hands together for the Lord. For there are no bounds in their death. But they are strengthened fair. They are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compels them about as a chain. Violence covers them as a garment. You know, to the wicked, to the fools, 
Oh, why do you go to church? You tight that I'm richer than you. Uh, you go and spend time in church for nothing. Pride compassed them. And this was David. He looked at them and was asking God questions. How? Amen. Their eyes stands out with fair fatness. They have more than heart to wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens and their tongue walketh through the earth. Who is God? I mean, I, mean, I won't not waste my time. I heard a man being interviewed, a man that in Ghana standard they claim to they claim he's successful. He said the I mean, you won't go and sit down for any pastor to teach him. I look at him and say, this man is miserable. Amen. Because he thought he's gotten some crazy way of seizing properties and making money. You go and meet God. Amen. Hallelujah. So they talked. And they say, how does God know? To them, the knowledge of God is nothing. And is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in sin. You know, David was saying, ah, but for me to live my life clean, I'm not getting corrupted, not taking some of the blood. I mean, I've done that in vain. But God said, wait a minute. Then he said, God show their end. Say their end. Say their end. Their end. Put your hands together for the Lord. Say their end. God will all the time show them their end. Amen. Now let's let's move on. I don't want to dwell on that long. Now coming to covenant. What is covenant? Covenant is simply an agreement between God and his people. So if somebody decides not to be part of God's covenant, it is his or her own choice. Genesis 17. Let's look at Genesis 17. The book of Genesis 17. Now let's read from verse 1 and 2. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9 The Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Lord, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. And I will multiply thee exceedingly. Now, the covenant 
has power to make you fruitful and to also multiply what you have by supernatural means. The covenant of God. When you have a covenant with God, the covenant has the capacity, have the ability, divine power, supernatural power, and mysterious power to multiply you exceedingly. And not just multiplication, but it will multiply you exceedingly. Say exceedingly. Put your hands together for the Lord. Verse 6. Verse 6. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. The covenant also have the capacity to make your product great. Whatever you produce will stand out greatly. Amen. Then in verse 7, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee. And thou and thy seed. Let me take it up again. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee. And thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. So, the covenant has capacity. It does means of making you fruitful and growing exceedingly. May you grow exceedingly. May you have exceeding riches. I say may you receive exceeding riches. Put your hands together for the Lord. As I've explained, the covenant is a mystery. It's a mystery that you have to obey. You know, there are some things you may question. But when it comes to the covenant, just obey and you see it working. Amen. Job 36 verse 11. Job 36 If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If you obey the rules of engagement concerning the covenant of God, the Bible is saying our God is guaranteed that you will spend your years in prosperity. May you spend 
the rest of your years in prosperity and in pleasure. May you spend the rest of your years in prosperity and in pressure. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Because by the covenant, it is God who will be working for you. When you obey, it's no more you, but who? God. All that you need to know, it just rests if you have a covenant with God. And God will be working for you. Isaiah 45, verse 1 to 3. I'm showing you what the covenant can do. The covenant can lead you into some uncommon riches. An uncommon world. Hallelujah. Isaiah 45. That says the Lord to his anointed. That means you must be a covenant child to be anointed. You must be born again, filled with the Spirit of God. You must know Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord. Amen. To Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will lose the lands of kings. To open before him the two leap gate, any leap gate that is close to you. In the name of Jesus, may that door be open now. And the gate shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked place straight. May God straighten every crooked financial part in your way. Crooked business, I speak. And I declare that they should be straightened in the name of Jesus. Amen. I will break in pieces the gate of brass and cut in asunder the bars of iron. When it comes to finances, the devil has put so many impediments. Bars, gate. Apart from gates, one of these days I'll teach you gates and bars, what they do. And you and I know that there are some doors. It's not only the gate. After the gate, you put what? A bar. And that's financially what the devil has done. So that there'll be no way. If you are standing behind a gate that is locked, and uh, there are bars. Sometimes too, when you go to Nigeria, it, it's terrible. After you close, another bar here, another one down, another one crossing. But I speak that every gate with bars be open to you. They will automatically be open to you. If you know the covenant rules of engagement, these gates will be open to you. And I speak and I declare, let them be open in the name of Jesus. So if, if you don't have covenant knowledge, you just be standing there. 
and counting the gates and the bars. Hallelujah. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. God want to give you the treasures in darkness. Through the covenant, you can walk to the dark place where the treasures are. And hidden riches of secret place that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, I am the God of Israel. God wants to boast when you make it. He takes delight and the pleasure of those who fear him. And so when you make it, God will boast that, yes, I did it. May you make it. In the name of Jesus. Financially may you prosper. In the name of Jesus. May you prosper to the glory of God. That every bar. Every financial bar that is close to you. In Jesus name. Any mental bar. We remove it. Any physical bar. We remove it. Every gate that is close to you. We open them. With the keys of David, we open in the name of Jesus. With the keys of knowledge, we open in the name of Jesus. With the keys of understanding, we open in the name of Jesus. And listen to me. God's riches are not in the open. They are hidden. You read it. They are hidden, some in a dark place, and some in secret places. So it will take only covenant practices for you to go there. <laughs> Oh, what is what is so strong? Won't you many now? Radha was saying, Oh, I would say, Oh, there was a Your muscles. 
you build your muscles, you'll be running. Sometimes at down, you see them running. You know, they have a hood. Because they want to feel the heat. Run, go through endurance. Because some of the blows you receive, it's not easy. When you are in the ring, sometimes some of you you are cheering up. You don't know if you stand in the ring one day, then you will know. Amen. So exercise to that exercise. Then you go to the ring, you become what? A champion. The same thing happened to athletes. They run, they have to exercise, high jumpers, all of them. Even footballers to score a goal, they have to learn the art. Amen. And the same way, if you want to become a financial champion, and you see, these sportsmen that go through, after they become champion, they sit back. Look how they enjoy. Today, if you ask Ronaldo for two million pounds, and, and he say, I, I don't have it. I mean it. He's joking. Are you with me? Because they've gone through the things. In the same way, you and I, we are going to be there. I see financial champion in you. I see financial champion in you. Let's go to First Timothy 4, 7 to 8. First Timothy 4. Refuse profane and old wise fables. Some people will just, oh no, you see men sitting at the pub or what we call beer bar and all that, they chat and they talk. All kinds of horrible things. Amen. Like what Donald Trump says is dressing room talk. Amen. The Bible says avoid them. And exercise thyself rather unto godliness. So when it comes to godliness, you must what? Exercise. It comes to the things of God, you must exercise. It will not just come to you. You must exercise. You want to see the best. You must exercise. And exercise means doing something. Say doing something. So when it comes to God's financial miracles, or when it comes to the covenant, the number one exercise is, and which God recommends that we should do it, as the earth remain, seize time and harvest. Let's look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. GD Funinara, all believers. Mighty God. 
I'm almost through. Psalm 89. Verse 34. My covenant. This is God speaking. God is saying, My covenant will I not break. Say, God will not break his covenant. No, utter the thing that is gone out of my mind. God is saying, I will not break my covenant. When you practice the covenant, next week we're going to see exercising covenant right talk about how to exercise your covenant power. How to go. Go by sowing seeds. We will look into some of these seeds that we need to sow. But God is giving you the assurance. The guarantee is that he will not change it. Sowing and reaping, he will not change it. You sow, you reap. It's a covenant exercise. Now, the last scripture, last by one, Deuteronomy 32 9 to 10. If we want to go higher, if we want to become great, financially great, independence, have the ability to do what we want to do with money, we must be instructed. Turn to somebody and say, you need to be instructed. Instruction will put you on hand. Deuteronomy 32, 9 to 10. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. When you talk about inheritance, 
our inheritance comes from God. In fact, God is our inheritance. He found him in a desert land. It doesn't matter your level where God was. God found Jacob in a desert. Desert means where nothing works. No hope. Object poverty. Sometimes you enter into some villages in Ghana and the people come out to greet you. You see poverty coming out to greet you. Nobody will tell you. You go to some places and poverty will, will be the first person to salute you. You are welcome. You look the way the people address their physical nature. You look the water they drink, where they live, where some of them sleep. Nothing will tell you. Amen. You have no doubt or strength. This is perfect. And, and, and normally, that is the mission. When you go to the building, and you sit down, oh, welcome, welcome, you sit down. Okay, let's hear your mission. Uh, we are here. Where do they start? Oh, here, any day. Poverty and lack is our lot here. How many of you have been greeted with that kind of greeting? Uh, can I see your hand? Let me. That they tell you, oh, poverty and lack is our lot here. And sometimes they add death. And here we are. God will change your Lord. Your Lord is God Almighty. And that's why you are hearing this. God is preparing you so that you can be great. God is preparing you so that you come out of date. God will preparing you to be a great person. That you will be financially independent. Have the ability to do what you want to do. That you don't need to depend on anyone so that you can be manipulated, so that you can be abused, so that you can be turned around. I see the hand of God bringing repression to you. I see the power of God taking you out from your desert ground. Any desert grounds you have, God is changing it. God is changing it. God is changing it. Every door that is closed, every gate, every bar that is closed to you, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the door is being opened by the covenant king. By the covenant king, you will open it. I say, by the king of covenant. You will open it. You will kick it out from your way. It is time for you to go to the next level. It's time for you to go to your next financial level. You don't need to depend on any man. God is your portion. 
God is your portion. God is your portion. God is your portion. Became what? Mighty. Now read with me. Let's let's hold it. So Jotan became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. Prepare your way. Don't just walk in and out of church. It takes the knowledge of the word of God. To prepare your ways. Now let's go to verse 7. Now the rest of the art of Jotan and all his wars and his ways, lo, they were written in the books of the kings of Israel and Judah. Prepare your ways. Financial independence will not come because you wish it. It will not come through sympathy. It will not come because you complain. It comes through exercising covenant right. Covenant power. Let up your hands. Mighty God will pray and will speak it. The command grace by your spirit will take on truth. Bless your people, O Lord. Grant them financial independence according to open your eyes, open their understanding that they may know and understand 